Welcome to the Property Elite Podcast. I'll be your host, Jen Lehman, Chartered Surveyor and Co-Founder of Property Elite. Stay tuned each week for more on industry hot topics, market updates and new RICS guidance. In this week's podcast, I take a look at the RICS guidance note boundaries, procedures for boundary identification, demarcation and dispute resolution, England and Wales 4th edition. So when did the new guidance note take effect? It took effect from the 1st of May 2021. The new guidance note was published because it's essential to know the extent of property ownership and rights of use when advising on land and property, particularly because uncertainty affects physical use, saleability, mortgageability and value. The guidance note provides clear assistance to surveyors on these issues, as well as guidance on dispute resolution, safeguarding clients' interests and promoting the public interest. The guidance note starts by discussing professional conduct, including acting professionally and with integrity, checking for conflicts of interest, being competent to act, and agreeing terms of engagement. It then looks at the seven stages of a boundary dispute instruction. Stage one, setting up the project. Stage two, research. Stage three, site visit, measured survey and photography. Stage four, the report. Stage 5, Alternative Dispute Resolution. Stage 6, Litigation. Stage 7, Recording the Outcome in the HM Land Registry. The appendices to the guidance note include helpful documents, such as a mediation agreement, boundary dispute checklist, model terms of business, glossary of terms, and survey accuracy banding table. Stage 1, Setting up the project. Stage 1 starts at the initial client contact, through to confirmation of instructions. This will include identifying the key issues, client requirements, due diligence, and fee basis. The initial contact may be through a legal advisor on behalf of the client. In this case, the surveyor should ask for a clear letter of instruction to clarify the relationship structure. The role of the surveyor needs to be identified and explained to the client at the outset, usually taking one of two forms. Number one, boundary identification and demarcation, which can sometimes lead to the second role later on. And two, dispute resolution, where the surveyor acts as an expert witness or single joint expert, and their report is used in the mediation or litigation process. This role should be undertaken in line with Part 35 of the Civil Procedure Rules, specifically noting the proviso that the surveyor's duty is to the court rather than to their instructing client. Stage two, research. The guidance note outlines different types of evidence which can be used in the research phase. These include case bundle, relating to the individual instruction, title deeds, including conveyances, assignments, transfers and indentures. These are used to identify the root of title, which is the document with which the evidence of title commenced. The registered title and plan from HM Land Registry, identifying the plot of land rather than the legal boundaries of the land, And then finally, OS maps and historic maps. Stage three is the site visit, measured survey and photography. So the next steps a surveyor needs to take are to inspect the site and surrounds, taking photographs and carried out their measured land or boundary survey. Physical features and boundary features should be noted, together with specific details of their shape, location, size, character, purpose and condition, amongst other factors. Surveyors should refer to the RICS guidance notes, measured surveys of land, buildings and utilities, 
third edition, and guidelines for the use of GNSS in land surveying and mapping second edition at this stage. Stage four, the report. Surveyors will need to analyse their research and inspection findings before preparing their report. The RICS then suggests the following headings when reporting. Executive summary, instructions, background and issues, site inspection, methodology and findings of fact, analysis, conclusion and appendices. Stage five, alternative dispute resolution. In the event that a boundary dispute cannot be resolved by negotiation, in the event that a boundary dispute cannot be resolved by negotiation, then mediation, a form of alternative dispute resolution, can be used. A mediator, a surveyor or a lawyer can be appointed via the Boundary Disputes Mediation Service, set up by the RICS and the Property Litigation Association. Mediation is a voluntary, non-binding and confidential form of ADR. The mediator helps the parties to reach a negotiated settlement, which can be recorded in a legally binding agreement or contract. There are two types of mediation, facilitative or evaluative. A facilitative mediator does not have to have any technical knowledge and they do not provide the parties with recommendations, advice or opinions. In contrast, an evaluative mediator will involve a technically competent mediator who can help the parties to reach a mutually acceptable agreement. Stage six, litigation. If negotiation and ADR fail, then litigation is the final step in resolving the dispute. Boundary disputes in court can take two to three days and will typically involve the two parties, legal counsel and expert witnesses. In court, expert witnesses must answer the questions posed to them honestly and remain non-adversarial throughout proceedings. This is because the role of the expert witness is to help the court reach the right decision rather than advocating a particular outcome or their client's case. The final stage seven is recording the outcome in the HM land registry. So the agreement of a boundary dispute via a boundary agreement or having a determined boundary should be recorded at the land registry. This part of the process should be the responsibility of the client solicitor. Thanks for listening to the Property Elite podcast this week. Head to our website to check out our full blog, free and paid support resources and services, free consultation for every single RICS APC and ASOC RICS candidate, and also ask us any questions you have via the website chat blog. See you next week.